Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host of this weekly podcast, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. With this podcast, I seek to help us discern current events in light of God's plans that He clearly reveals so we, His people, can be protected and blessed by intentionally remaining aligned with Him and His kingdom will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Up until recently, Christians were largely disengaged from government and politics, buying into the lie from the enemy of God that the Christian influence should be relegated to the four walls of the church. Well, part of the enemy's scheme has been to malign Thomas Jefferson's statement concerning the separation of church and state being promoted by those who are of the secular mindset who have steadily pushed the Christian church to the background. The fact that the church has allowed herself to be irrelevant is a grievous sin the Lord is dealing with right now. I assert it's been the lack of the Christian influence that has allowed the world to experience all the wicked chaos that's been being exposed since early 2020 to the present with some of the vilest evil the world has ever known. For those of us in America, where we have a government for and by the people, the only finger-pointing we can do about the mess we're in is pointing at ourselves. Don't be offended at me for stating the obvious. Instead, be angry at the enemy of God who successfully deceived you and choose to use your anger to align yourself with the truth and get engaged in the battle. If you don't, you will be a casualty of this very real and raging war. I'm actually appalled at the number of pastors who are not helping their members discern current events and teach them how to apply their faith to experience the authority and power of God Christ has given us. With concern for their 501c3 status and operating under the enemy's influence for the church not to be offensive, I continue to hear messages about tithing, church programs, and promotions about upcoming potlucks. I've heard no pastors speak about the importance of religious exemptions to the vaccine. I've heard no pastors address the importance of Christians engaging in their civil duties to vote, volunteer, keep our elected officials held accountable, and for some to get involved in government and education especially. All the seven mountains of society, religion, government, education, media, business, family, and arts-slash-entertainment need more Christians. The lack of Christian influence is precisely what has gotten us in the world of hurt we're in today. Jesus intended the ecclesia, the church, to be the one place people could go to get the truth, to learn how to apply the truth to their own lives, and by being engaged in the culture, to turn the culture from evil to righteousness. Again, we only have ourselves to blame for our current realities. And I believe God has been exposing the evil and corruption to wake people up to the truth. The enemy has deceived many people, And God has allowed these past couple of years to provide those who will choose God an eye-opening opportunity to do so. Okay, so what can you expect from today's program? Well, first, I want to help us understand how so many people have been deceived, bringing us to the place our world is today. Next, I want you to hear from Clay Clark, founder of the Reawaken America Tours that have been sweeping across America, exposing the lies and empowering people. Lastly. I want to help us become engaged with what God wants so we can see his will done on earth as it is in heaven. It's past time for us to get engaged.
While many Christians know the world has been subjected to an actual spiritual war that's been being played out in our natural world, more and more non-Christians have become aware that we are fighting a spiritual battle. There's no other way to explain the outrageous events that all the people of the entire world have been experiencing simultaneously. If there were some countries that suffered everything we have since 2020, while other countries didn't, we wouldn't realize that it is a spiritual battle. We would be inclined to think, oh, it's merely a problem for others over there. It doesn't concern us. Did you know that was the attitude of Americans during Hitler's Nazi Germany invasions? Yeah. During the years of 1939 through most of 1941, the majority of Americans were ambivalent regarding World War II. This, according to journalist and author Lynn Olson, author of Those Angry Days, a book that reveals when Britain and France went to war with Germany in 1939, Americans were deeply divided about offering military aid and experienced heated debate over joining the war. Responding to the question about how Americans felt about World War II, Olson stated, quote, They looked on it as kind of like a movie. It was something that just didn't affect them. We didn't have the technology. We didn't have the instant communication. We didn't have the ability to travel, the ability to travel quickly to Europe that we have now. And so most Americans, not all, but most Americans, especially those who lived in the heartland, really didn't feel that they had anything in common with Europe. They hadn't been there. They thought this was just a distant place that really had nothing to do with them, and they felt that way until 1940. End quote. Wouldn't you agree, until recently, the majority of Americans have lived disinterested and disengaged from our own culture, let alone the cultures and conditions of people in other countries? Until recently, we have had little knowledge of what's going on for people in Canada, Australia, or Afghanistan, even though we had U.S. military troops engaged in battle in Afghanistan for 20 years. Oh, we had some understanding, some, some knowledge of the various terrorist groups in the Middle East, but that's over there. That, that's not here. Our personal attitudes have been, it really doesn't involve me or impact me and my family. Am I right? Hasn't that been the mindset of the vast majority of people? In fairness, part of the reason for this is the media's selective reporting of facts and details intended to promote narratives that those who control the media want us to have. Jim Morrison of The Doors understood this. He once stated, quote, whoever controls the media controls the mind, end quote. And we are living proof he was entirely correct. People worldwide have been duped by a self-appointed elite group who have a very sinister plan to control the world. They don't believe in God, so these people have unknowingly been caught up in a vacuum controlled by Satan, the enemy of God and the enemy of all who belong to God. But their efforts with the COVID-19 pandemic and their efforts to control the masses in every country around the planet have been exposed for what they are by the very God they don't believe exists. People everywhere are more awake today than ever to the fact that we've been lied to, we've been controlled and oppressed. And the more awake people become, the more intensely the enemy works through his people. The battle between good and evil has heated up because more and more people are waking up to the truth. The people today who are doing the enemy's bidding are like Hitler. They think they are advancing a good and noble cause. And like the people of Germany, the people of the world have been duped into unwittingly going along with the evil plans of the current day leadership. The Food and Drug Administration, the Center for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, 
big pharma, big tech, major banks, the United Nations, and more seek to create a one-world order, a Marxist takeover of we, the people of the world. If you don't know about the very real effort to create a one-world order through what is called the Great Reset, I suggest you simply do an online search using the name Klaus Schwab, that's K-L-A-U-S, capital S-C-H-W-A-B. You will see he's a leader in this effort, and one of the many books he's written on the topic is COVID-19, The Great Reset. I kid you not. Who are part of the they that are planning this? Well, Klaus Schwab, Britain's monarchy, the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas, George Soros, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and Jack Dorsey. And then there are those who are involved with the Bilderberg meetings and many more. Let me share some examples that support the claims I'm making. Recently published is a video where senior doctors of a hospital in North Carolina were in a Zoom meeting and one of the doctors clearly stated, and I'm quoting, We need to be more scary to the public. We need to inflate the real COVID numbers. I think we have to be more blunt. We have to be more forceful. We have to say something coming out, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. I mean, let's just be really blunt to these people. End quote. Yes, this is what was actually said and is going on in hospitals all across the country. Watch the video for yourself and hear them discussing inflating COVID numbers by counting recovered patients as active COVID patients. I'll have a couple of links for you in the show notes. Why would doctors who have taken the Hippocratic Oath to protect the health of others intentionally seek to use fear tactics to force us to take what they call a vaccine that has been proven to do more harm to the public than good? I'll explore the answer to this question with Clay Clark in just a few minutes. And here's another alarming effort by the Center for Disease Control and others. The CDC recently announced that hospitals should expect a polio-like outbreak coming to children in the next four months that will impact children the average age of five. What? How can they predict such an occurrence? Well, listen to the interview with Rick from Blessed to Teach, and you'll learn more. I'll have a link for that in the show notes as well. And of course, we have Biden and his flip-flop regime, who earlier said the federal government does not have the authority to mandate vaccines, only to more recently announce they are mandating vaccines. And by the way, the flip-flop and producing conflicting information is intentional to keep us under their influence. Why all the push for vaccines, especially in light of the influence Bill Gates and his foundation has had on the Center for Disease Control? Ah, maybe like the people of Hitler's Nazi Germany were duped into believing that children's hospitals were established to help children, we've been duped into believing the CDC is to help us, when more and more it seems they are in business to control diseases intended to harm us. I can provide many examples, and in fact I have in the months I've been podcasting. If you need more evidence of the sinister plans that have been underway for decades, go back through my earlier podcasts. Now, I want you to hear from Clay Clark. He's the father of five and author of the book, Fear Unmasked. He's a podcast host and the founder of the Reawaken America Tours, featuring General Michael Flynn with over 50 other outstanding speakers and presenters. His tours started in April this year, and beginning June, there was one a month with only three more planned through the end of this year. The focus of the tour is to expose election fraud, medical fraud, and the Great Reset. If you didn't know, I've been among those who have been supporting his tours with various articles published 
in Charisma News. Here's my interview with Clay. Clay, I'm really glad to have you on my podcast today. I appreciate you taking time out to grace us with your presence. Hey, I really do appreciate you. And I can just tell everybody out there, if you want to learn more about the Reawaken America Tour, we just sold out in part because of the favorable commentary and reviews of so many great editors who've attended our events. And I thank you for covering the events so faithfully. We just sold out for San Antonio and Dallas, Texas is our final event in December. And we're almost paced to sell out Dallas in December within the next, I would say, seven days. So, so again, thank you for everybody out there who's been supporting the Reawaken America Tour. And one of the things I make sure that my audience knows is they can watch your tour stops live streaming. But there's more news coming up that I think I want to save till last about the Colorado Springs event. For right now, I want to talk to you about the motivation of people who are supposed to be our healthcare providers intentionally producing fear-mongering content. What would be the reason for people to do this? Okay. Well, in the Bible... 1 Timothy 6.10 says, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. So I have many friends of mine who are doctors, one of which who I talk to often. And he called me recently and he says, Clay, up here at the hospital, I want you to know, most of us doctors are taking budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. He says, if any of your family or friends need ivermectin, budesonide, or hydroxychloroquine, you let me know give out my phone number. I'll make it happen for your family and friends. And I said, that's, thank you so much. And I said, can you speak about it publicly? He goes, no, 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 no. Can't do that. So why not? He says, well, you know, I get paid like seven, almost $8,000 a week, you know, and with COVID pay and stuff, I mean, you know, I, I'm to more than 10,000 a week, most weeks. What do you mean I, COVID pay? What do you uh, mean by COVID hospitals pay? Hospitals are paying doctors, nurses, more money to treat COVID patients because it's almost like a hazard pay. Most of these nurses are making life-changing income for the first time. They're making really big money to work the COVID-19 shift, to do the most dangerous job in the world. And so even though this is a friend of mine, even though he knows that Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who, by the way, helped to treat President Trump, Vladimir Zelenko has treated 7,000 COVID-19 patients. And Dr. Mark Sherwood, that's Sherwood.tv, he's treated 9,000 COVID patients. And Jim Meehan has treated 2,700 patients. So if you add up 9,000 and 2,700, that's 11,700 plus the 7,000, so it's almost 19,000 patients. Let's call it 18,000 patients have been treated between those three doctors, all friends of mine. Those three doctors have treated nearly 18,000 patients with just three deaths total. Right, right. even, Even though that is the reality, a person I know and I hold in very high regard in terms of I've known him for a long time. He's always been honest with me. He will not come out and speak out against it because he says he stands to lose about 500000 a year of income. All right. So usually you follow the money and that's what you find out is that these people are milking the system, so to speak, wouldn't they you say? Are. They are. And what's crazy, the whole thing's crazy, but what really blows my mind is that remdesivir is a drug patented by George Soros in China. And if anybody out there doesn't believe me or doesn't know that, you go to timetofreeamerica.com. I always cite my sources and you click right there on this is the button that you just click the button. It says, follow the money. And you're going to see that George Soros and China in conjunction with Gilead Lab, they're the ones who patented remdesivir, which is a drug designed to cause renal failure. So if you have COVID-19, you go to a hospital, they're going to prescribe, they're going to recommend the protocol recommends for you to take remdesivir and mitazolam. And mitazolam causes, it's a breath suppressant. 
It reduces your ability to breathe deeply. So if you have an upper respiratory infection, why would you want to take a breath suppressant? So again, if you want to die from COVID-19, I know your listeners don't, you'd want to take remdesivir and mitazolam. That'll kill you. That'll put you on a ventilator. You're dead. If you want to survive COVID-19, you want to take budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. And many of your listeners are saying, well, how can I get that? Great question. And if they will go to time2freeamerica.com and you click on the button that says proven COVID-19 therapies, there you can click the button. And somehow I found myself becoming the unpaid broker of budesonide, <laughs> ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. I'm not a doctor. I just point people to doctors. But again, to get to your core question, why is this happening? It's because the Centers for Disease Control, which is controlled by Bill Gates financially, is telling hospitals they must prescribe the protocols of remdesivir and mitazolam. They have to adhere to the CDC protocols. And the doctors and nurses are making life-changing amounts of money. And uh, one of the best sources I've ever had on my show to explain this is Aaron Olszewski, who would love to be on your show at some point. Aaron Olszewski was on Tucker Carlson. She wore Google glasses in the hospital and filmed the entire interaction with her hospital as they would take a healthy person, put them on remdesivir. It caused renal failure. And she filmed the whole thing. And she called out hospital directors on camera. And the hospital directors are like, oh, sorry, we have to follow it. And they're all making life-changing amounts of money. So that's what, how that happens. It's pure evil. I am absolutely shocked that there aren't more people standing up with character against this kind of crimes against humanity. Well, the guy I was telling you about, and there's many guys I wouldn't like to tell you about, but the person in particular I'm talking about is a very open, spirit-filled Christian. That makes me even more sad. I know. And I'm like, what what are we doing here? And we've had the conversation. I've, I've taken it to a level. You know, the Bible instructs us. And if I'm saying anything today that disagrees with the Word of God, you need to go with the Word of God. But all I did is I talked to the person privately, and I listened to them. They go, well, I, I want to speak out, but you know, it's like 10000 a week. And I'm in the process of buying a lake house right now. And I can't. I I I believe it, but crazy. I'm I'm so brokenhearted over it. Um, this I be- is a church attending person now. The people who I've talked to who don't attend church are a little bit more flippant, and that's even more disturbing. Uh, they'll say, "Hey, man, you know, it's just following orders." Yeah, yeah, just doing my job. What about the Hippocratic Oath? Yeah. Well, I'll say this. It says if you're in the military, and a lot of people in the military, they take in uh, General Flynn is a good friend of mine. He could get into this with you and really explain the details. But the idea is when you serve in the military, you're supposed to take the oath to fight against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Right. And when you're in the medical field, you're supposed to take the Hippocratic Oath. You take these oaths. What does an oath really mean if you don't have the fear of the Lord? Let me explain this to you. It says the fear of the Lord. That's in Proverbs. And I'm going through personally an Ephesians chapter two moment right now where I'm going through a, a quickening. So I, I'm, I'm going to, for the first one to call myself out, I'm going to have to stand before God. And, you know, I, I kind of, I'm worried when God you know, gets out the list of all the issues, the grievances that I you know, <laughs> you only get to heaven through the grace of God. I have accepted Christ as my Lord and savior, but you know, I had a, I had a podcast uh, called the thrive time show podcast. I still do. Uh, but it was number one on iTunes six times out of all podcasts, out of 550,000 podcasts. We've got Wolfgang Puck, John Maxwell, so many great people on the show. And I called it the Thrive Time Show, Business School Without the BS, where we never talk about religion or politics. What? I'll tell you why I didn't do it, because I hadn't had Proverbs 910 seared into my brain until as recently as December of 2019. Mm-hmm. But Proverbs 910 says, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And I really, I don't think I fully feared the Lord until I truly understood the Luciferian agenda. Mm-hmm. Until I had really looked up HR 666 into Google 
until I had typed it in myself, HR 666. And I saw that Congress is literally working on legislation called HR 666. Until I had looked up, until I discovered that Bill, you know, Bill Gates has a spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich, who's a spirit cooker. That's right. Up into DuckDuckGo, Marina Abramovich spirit cooking. Until I discovered that Jeffrey Epstein had a temple on his island designed to pray directly to Satan. Until I discovered the Luciferian agenda, I guess I'd always thought, you know, good would be like Mickey Mouse. Hey, everybody, you know, good. And then bad would be like Darth Vader. I never thought, I never thought about like really the dark depths of the satanic agenda is and the truly epic hope of his, of God's calling on our lives. Right. So again, I'm hoping we're waking some people up. I've been saying this to my audience. I believe that the Lord has been intentionally exposing evil and corruption so that we will become aware of the extent and the level. And even then, we still don't know it all. But we are waking up and you are doing a most admirable job with your tours in helping people across our states with your tour stops. One of the things that's coming up, which will be probably about the same time this podcast first airs, is your Colorado Springs event. And I mentioned that early in the beginning, I had a surprise. And I would want you to please talk about how General Flynn has arrived at a new way to help people, especially as it relates to those fallen soldiers from Afghanistan. Well, General Flynn, I have a very unique relationship and that I never served in the military. But I feel like this is how my org chart of my life works. Jesus Christ is my king. President Trump is my president. General Flynn is my general. That's how I view my org chart in terms of just the world right now. And so General Flynn has discovered that as relates to me, I'm not that impressive, but I get stuff done. So General Flynn called me and said, Clay, here's the deal. Okay, we have 13 soldiers, that brave soldiers that died fighting for our freedoms. And we have a a presidential administration in the White House right now that simply doesn't honor them, that doesn't respect them, that think about this. The Biden administration decided to pull our military out of Afghanistan, and they somehow forgot that we had $85 billion of the world's best military equipment waiting to be seized by the Taliban, which is controlled by China. I mean, what? And so General Flynn is going, not only is this needless, senseless death of these 13 great, young, brave men. Young, they were all young. I think the oldest one was 25. He's like, not only is it, you know, is it a desecration? Is it an abomination? But now we're not even celebrating their lives. We're not even talking about, they're not even saying their names. So he said, Clay, we were going to have millions of people watching this event. Could we do almost like a a telethon to support the families? And I said, what are you thinking? He goes, what I'd like to do is in between every speaker, she said, what if I come up on stage and I thank people for donating? What if we put a lower thirds graphics on on the videos? So that way, when the entire time you're watching, it's a reminder the entire time that you can donate at americasfuture.net with 100% of the money going back to support the families of those 13 fallen soldiers. So again, you go to americasfuture.net. So I said, absolutely, sir. So 24 hours later, I called him back. I said, well, hey, we got one America that's going to stream it. We got Epoch Times that's going to stream it and 36 other outlets. And he goes, wow. And that, that's what I do. So I'm just a go, 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 go guy. And he's, the, he's laying out the strategy. I'm an implementer. I'm kind of like the General Flynn's hype man. I'm almost like if, if he was Johnny Carson, I'm Ed McMahon or something. My job is just to help wake up America. And I'm just honored to know him because when I talk to him, it's like talking to Billy Graham in his early 50s. If you've ever gone on YouTube and watched early Billy Graham revivals, the uh, urgency, the sold outness to the mission, the complete focus on getting America, flipping America red with the blood of Jesus, of getting America back to God, that's the sort of passion that you hear from General Flynn. 
And I really feel like those eight years of persecution he went through turned that guy into an evangelist. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I talked to a lot of pastors and I'm not putting the pastors on blast, but I have not talked to a pastor this year outside of maybe Pastor Greg Locke, you know, Pastor Brian Gibson, mm-hmm. Pastor mm-hmm. Leon Benjamin, outside of some of those more notable names. I haven't talked to somebody more on fire for getting people back to Jesus than General Flynn. I just, I can't say enough positive things about that man. Well, I love his idea of doing a fundraiser in conjunction with your Colorado Springs tour stop. And you mentioned that the site is americasfuture.net. Will people be able to give to the opportunity of raising funds for the family members of the fallen? I just know that General Flynn wants to put a sense of urgency of, hey, September 24th and 25th, everybody mark your calendar. We just tell people a goal is a dream with a deadline. Put a deadline on it and say September 24th and 25th, stream that thing live from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Get all your family to stream it and see how much money we can raise to support these troops. All right. Well, that's going to be very important because this particular podcast is going to air just a few days before that. So I'll make sure of asking my audience to be very attentive in viewing the live stream event on September 24th and 25th. As we get ready to wrap this up, our time together right now, Clay, knowing that my heart is like yours, I want very much to help people discover and live in life-giving truth. What would you like to say in closing? I would just say we have three main reasons why we're doing these events. And there's other little side reasons and little bonus things. I feel like God called us to do these Reawaken America tours for three main reasons. One, we want to kill the spirit of fear. I don't want anybody out there listening to this program to live in fear. Think about it. 18,000 patients have been treated just between my three friends, Dr. Zelenko, Dr. Meehan, Dr. Sherwood, with three deaths. I mean, there's only been three out of 18,000 people. I mean, so no more fear. Two, we got to share the truth. You know, it's, it's election fraud. It's medical fraud. It's the Great Reset. This is Klaus Schwab's book called The Great Reset. He's the head of the World Economic Forum. He, he wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. He has a very specific, devilish, diligent plan that he's executing. Right. So we can't be in denial as Christians. We can't say, well, this would never happen. Why would this happen? Okay, this is a passive-aggressive war that's increasingly becoming in your face. So everybody needs to look up HR 666, HR 6666. So again, we want to kill the spirit of fear, share the truth. And three, we want everyone to get back to God and to get back involved. What does that mean? As a father, lead your your family. When was the last time we sat down as dads and read the Bible to our kids? When was the last time we talked about the Bible with our kids? When was the last time that we were mindful about what our kids are watching, learning? When was the last time we thought about, should we be listening to this music in the car with our kids? Mm -hmm. Should we be listening to this music in the car with ourselves? (laughs) When was the last time we really had these thoughts? It's just time to get back to God, to get back involved, to recalibrate, because we know we're going to stand before Christ someday, and God's going to say, Clay Clark, well, ages 1 through 39, thumbs down, but luckily through the grace of God, me, uh, you, you know, that's going to happen for me. It's going to happen for you. It's going to happen for all of us. Right. And I just know that we all have to come to the realization that as we're seeing the Luciferian agenda being exposed, God is real. And so is Satan. And we have to wake up. We were all born for such a time as this. My wife thinks it's the most exciting time to be alive. I find it to be the most terrifying time to be alive and the most exciting simultaneously. It's like we're on a roller coaster and I just... Pfft, So I would encourage everybody to read Matthew chapter 24 and read the book of Revelation. Listen to the audio book and see what God's telling you right there. But thank you so much for allowing me to be here on your show. Absolutely, Clay. Thank you for all that you're doing and for inspiring me to dig deeper and help my audience have the truth as well. Hey, thank you so much again, folks. Get your tickets at timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com, and you can name your price. Everybody can afford these events. Timetofreeamerica.com. The final event is in Dallas, Texas in December. All right. 
In the interview, it sounded like Clay was referencing only one bill, but in fact he was referencing two. One is H.R. 666, and the other is H.R. 6666. I have a brief description and links for you in the show notes. And I do hope you make a point of watching the live stream or the taped event to be held in Colorado Springs, September 24 to 26, and that you can be part of the effort to help the families of the 13 fallen soldiers who gave their lives for our country. I suspect there'll be ways for people to give who don't watch the live event, so be sure to visit timetofreeamerica.com to learn more. I'm convinced, and I hope you are, that it is past time for God's people to get involved with what He is doing. What can you do? You can support the ministries and programs you believe are doing the most good, and I hope my ministry is on your list. Each week, I seek to encourage and equip you to experience the victorious life Christ died to provide us. If you've missed last week's program, make a point of listening to it because I had Amanda Grace on the program and she offered us great encouragement for the next several months through her prophecy. And certainly Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tours and also AmericasFuture.net are worthy of our support. I'll have plenty of links for you in the show notes. Are you ready to openly partner with God? I hope so, because now is the day of recruitment into God's army. How and where can you serve? Well, start by getting informed on the issues and the truths that have been kept from us. Then prayerfully seek the Lord for his personal assignment for you. Make a point of looking at the extensive show notes for this podcast, where you will find links to organizations that you can join and therefore partner with God for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We need each and every one of us to get engaged. If we will unite under God, and be obedient to his instructions, we will see God intervene through us to restore our nations and heal our lands. Next week, I'll continue helping us to discern current events to help us learn what each one of us must do in partnership with God. I'll have an interview with Tina Horlocker, a name you might not recognize, but her being a mother of 10 and still finding a way to get involved to make a difference for Christ will most definitely inspire you. And maybe make it a little bit more difficult for you to remain on the sidelines. If you've liked what you've heard from me today, I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. I do offer my books and other products from my web store, which you can get through the faithtolivebycom website. Be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and receive a 20% discount on up to two products. And if you haven't already, make a point of getting my Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. It's a great way to display your faith and encourage others. Also, consider becoming a subscriber to my bi-monthly e-newsletter, which will make you a preferred member, and you'll receive special announcements not available to others. And with so much going on every day, let's connect on social media. You'll find me on Facebook at Faith to Live By TV, on Twitter at PL Christian, and on LinkedIn at Pamela Christian. Be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the Charisma Podcast Network and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. On that landing page, there's a link with more information about my sponsors and partners. And again, if you've been blessed by my ministry, purchasing the goods and services I bring to you is one way you can support me, and it would be greatly appreciated. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever the features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.